Good morning and welcome everybody. This is a special broadcast of Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting today from the Faith in Business Conference here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I am Heather Caro. I'm Lynn Devitt. And we're hosting together. Yay, I'm so excited. I haven't been on in a long time, and it feels so good to be back. Good, good. It's good to have you back because I've only done this one other time. So well, you better be a professional, <laughs> Lynn. Or you're going to tell my I boss. Will. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will tell your boss if I... Oh, gosh. Oh. Well, let's start with prayer, shall we? Yeah, we'll go ahead and start with um, the prayer from the Magnificat this morning, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father, your love for the world you created is without measure. May we grow each day toward the fire of your love for us, reflected in and through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, as I said before, we are broadcasting today from the Convention Center here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We are at the Faith in Business Conference, and before we jump into that, of what that is, we might as well just ask Joe Rutten. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, ladies. How are you? <laughs> Very good. How are you? Very well, good. good. I was cutting it close here, huh? Yeah, you were. You don't do it any other way. way. When you jump, when you put the head, headset on and they say five seconds, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, just in time. Yeah, I think Father Paul is relating with me right now. On <laughs> oh, yeah, they're late. Shocker. <laughs> uh, love it. You were on time, though. Yeah, you weren't perfect. late. Yeah, totally. You were totally. Good, good thing you can run. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was at the airport. Port running right. down the concourse of the convention yes. center. Yes, yeah. So tell the listeners, you've been on many times, but tell the listeners who might not be familiar with who you are a little about yourself. Yeah, Joe Rutten. I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And uh, for those in the area around here, I'm a North Ender, which we take great pride in. I mm-hmm. grew up underneath the spires of the cathedral, looked mm-hmm. out my window as a kid at the two red lights up there on top of the bells, and was kind of just what you would consider a big average Catholic family, nine brothers and sisters, and, uh, you know, at some point in my life, I uh, was the prodigal son and went to see what corn husks taste like and what, <laughs> what the pigs eat and, you know, lived in squalor, and after a few years of that, kind of got tired and came home and had a conversion uh, in March 1st, 1996, my senior year in high school. The rest is history. I uh, and went into seminary, did four years in seminary before I discerned out. My twin brother actually went in and became a priest, Father John. My older brother, Paul, one of the one of the older brothers, uh, became a priest as well. So there's two priests. Um, I got four outstanding sisters. They're all amazing. Uh, four brothers. Two are cowboys, mm-hmm. like bull riding cowboys. Two mm-hmm. are priests, and I'm in the middle. Stuck You're in, in the middle. Yeah, so I just, You're me and Steeler's wheel stuck <laughs> in the middle with you, you know, and just... <laughs> Uh, and I've been in edu- Catholic education for 20-some years, 22 years, uh, high school level, parish ministry, and now uh, I'm at Mount Marty University in Yankton, South Dakota, one of the 12 Catholic Benedictine universities in the United States. Yeah. Run a leadership program, and uh, kind of in 2012, I started a men's business fraternity to help Catholic men engage with their faith through work, like, because mm-hmm. the bull riders in the, uh, uh, you know, on that side of the family, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, how do you get the priests and the bull riders uh, talking? And how do you minister to the bull riders? And so it's just that idea that says men find a lot of value in their work. And I know that 
a ministry tool or technique in the new evangelization. We have to think about new modes and methods mm -hmm. in the new evangelization about how we're reaching out to the world. And I thought, you know, we really should have a, a business fraternity where, mm -hmm. where Catholic men can come together in fraternity and really think more deeply about the things that matter in their lives. And if we can get there through work, we can bring them through the back door to faith. And so out of that, a um, few years later, we decided we should probably have this dialogue of faith and business for a larger platform right uh for a larger audience and so we created this faith and business conference platform so we're in our eighth year of the faith and business conference here in sioux falls so going back when you first wanted to have this uh men's group talk a little bit about the response of the catholic men in the area and the benefits that they're receiving out of this group you, you know i originally i was teaching high school at the time and so all I did was I just thought about who are a handful of fellas um, that are dads of the kids I'm teaching hmm. that might be the type of person that I wanted. I had a priest, Father Joe Vogel, tell me one time, Joe, uh, in high school, uh, get the homecoming king and queen and everybody else will follow. Hmm. And, and it's in the Protestant world, they call them bell sheep that you put a bell on one of the, the lead sheep, mm -hmm. gets a bell, and then the rest of the sheep follow them. You don't have to put 100 bells on the sheep. Just put it on the one that's the leader. Hmm. And I, so I've always had that image of saying, all right, who are the leaders in the community? And so in, within the, the organization of Catholic men, I thought, well, there's a handful of, of fellows out there. So I just pitched them this idea and said, hey, what do you think? Um, and all four of them said yes. And then one of them, I was at Catholic Schools Week Mass, and he had some guy sitting next to him that overheard me and he was like well i want to do it <laughs> yeah, i was like well yeah. all right and so six of us uh, originally set out with uh father fitzpatrick and father young and kind of just oh, wow. spent yeah. one year in formation we read the apostolicum actuositatum mm -hmm. uh, a lot of but it's the apostolate of laity and just prayed and asked what's god calling us to yeah. and after a year we rolled out the ministry and we've got about 100 men in uh, uh in membership we have monthly programming uh, called Virtuous Business Leader Formation. We get together for Mass once a month and then do an hour of formation with coffee and bagels. Um, we do quarterly speakers, so once a quarter we'll have one of the, the fellows typically from our own community mm -hmm. uh, speak about faith and really just speak about their, their vocation as uh, husbands, fathers, and business leaders. Mm -hmm. And it's a half hour. They can share what they want. And I'm telling you, some of those testimonies are just, you know, phenomenal. They're all archived. You know, even like the Lord's been so good to us. Um, you know, when the bishop is paying attention, mm -hmm. you know you're mm -hmm. doing something right. I think, well, actually, oh, well. the other <laughs> yeah. well, let me yeah. rephrase Wait, that. If, if he's not shutting yeah. you down, right? right? right. <laughs> and, uh, but Bishop Swain was always such a big supporter. And yeah. Bishop Swain was a quiet leader. He wasn't like, he didn't want to be in the center of attention or it wasn't, he wasn't the show, that's for sure. He wanted yeah. to be on the back, back end. And he was always around. He'd always come to our events and to the conferences and to the speakers. And I'm just like, wow, like, he's not just here because he's overseeing us. He's here because he's being fed. He's yeah. receiving something from this. And then when Bishop DeGroote arrived, it's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Oh, wow. This isn't because there's nothing like the, the Catholic men's business fraternity in no. Sioux Falls. There's nothing like it in the United States. There's lots of apostolates to men and there's lots of apostolates to business. But that unique combination of Catholic businessmen mm -hmm. uh, is really unique. And so it's, it's something that's really fun to be a part of. 
Um, and we probably have, I'd say, you know, 50 to 60 active men it's that beautiful. are continually yeah. seeking formation. Yeah, I and I agree. So I, I'm going oh, through, yes. th- through some stuff at the RPR office. I found one of your formation docu- um, yeah. books, and I'm just reading through these questions, and I, I, I love that it's a, a business fraternity for men. Right. Um, but I worked in corporate America for 24 years, and I, I thought, man. This is this is really. Well, Lynn, did you know that we have a women's group? Yes, I, I heard. I heard. She may have heard. I may have heard. From, I think I know someone. I may have heard from my wonderful co-host right, here. Right. Um, but what a beautiful thing! And you know, I I I was saying to someone last night. I, I went to a um, I went to church in Rochester, Minnesota, and the priest had just um, come from a funeral of one of his, I think it was like a cousin or someone in his family that he performed a a funeral mass for. And after the mass, um, someone said to him, you know, I didn't know, I had no idea that so-and-so was Catholic. Oh, yeah. And so the homily was sort of, sort of, talking about that like how do we how do people know how do we show our faith Mm -hmm. um what is someone going to say at your funeral and 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 the last thing i would want someone to say is i had no idea (laughs) they were catholic something to think you know and so i so i thought of that when i saw some of these questions because it's not it, it it doesn't have to be in the big ways but at the very least it should be in the small ways and and i think that your booklet here from now three two years ago right. yep um it's a reflection of both yes. the big ways and the small ways and i, I think it's it's really really and so great Lynn, this stuff. this uh, uh curriculum if you will yeah. that we have that's our monthly formation and all it is is a paragraph out of the um Vocation of the Business Leader, which is a document that uh, was put together by the Vatican and Dr. Michael Naughton out of uh, Catholic Studies of St. Thomas up in the cities. And we just take a paragraph. The, the, the content is simply Catholic social teaching and its integration and reflection upon really human society, but mm-hmm. specifically in relationship to human work. Yeah. And so which the is content good- isn't specific to yeah. men. Right. And I said, and so when we first started, a lot of people for the first few years, really, until the ladies, a ladies group started, they always kind of said, well, what about the ladies? Mm -hmm. I said, I'm all for it. Let's do that. But I think it needs to come from them because, guys, this is the reason we started this thing. Right. You remember at the beginning how different it was. You would come to our meetings and laugh. Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you guys have snacks? (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, you guys cared about a lot of things. The fellas, they're just like, uh, just black coffee. We're good. <laughs> you know, it's like I go over to the ladies and they got like a you know boutique set up, and they got, you know cart with goodies on it, and I'm like, this is yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. And so uh, yeah, and in light of that, um, the content is for everybody. It's really you know the church and when they write encyclicals, when the Pope writes an encyclical, uh, the most the broadest audience that the Pope can write it to is. Uh, men and women of goodwill. Mm-hmm. So or you'll see a, in a lot of the early encyclicals, it'll be to priests or to bishops or to, there's a target audience yeah. that they're writing the encyclical for. Um, but more broadly, they can write to men and women of goodwill. And that's what Catholic social teaching is. They're basic universal human principles yep. based on natural law. They're not sectarian, but they're codified. They're, they've been thought about, prayed about, reflected upon, and, and written within the Catholic intellectual tradition. So they're called 
Catholic yeah. social teachings. But this is why this program works for men, for women, for business. I mean, you could do any, anybody totally. could use these, this yeah. material. And so this is what you see in the faith and business conference that we're doing today is we thought, you know what? There are so many of our Protestant brothers and sisters are non-Catholics that mm-hmm. share the values that we yeah. share. As a matter of fact, some, you guys know this, sometimes a non-Catholic is like <laughs> a better partner than totally. the person in the pew with you sometimes, yeah. you know? Yep. And it's like, boy, there's a lot of people that are looking for something like this out there. And so we thought, let's open this thing up. So men, the, the conference itself that we put on is men, women, Catholic, non-Catholic, and you'll see that today. Mm-hmm. It'll be a host of folks. And what I, like, Lynn, like you're saying, it's fun to see the people that you didn't know were Catholic, it's also fun to see the community leaders come to something like this that you realize if they're coming specifically to a conference that's faith-based, they have something in their heart that is at minimum curious or interested in Christ, curious or interested in the role that faith could play in work or in, in their business or in their personal life. And that's what I find so invigorating is in a community like Sioux Falls and in this region, really, to be able to walk into a room, look around and say, you know what, what a beautiful thing this is, that this group is considering how business can be a force for good. Yeah. Amen. And and a room that's going to be full. Oh, God. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, <laughs> we'll get to yeah. that oh, in sorry. just a minute. Lord we have, have mercy. I'm getting ahead of myself. Hey, I Christ hope you have can mercy. multiply chairs as well, like fish and Amazing. chairs. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We got to take a quick break, though. If you're just tuning in, this is a special broadcast of Real Presence Live this morning. We are broadcasting from the Faith and Business Conference here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're chatting with Joe Rutten, the executive director of the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity, but we're going to have more discussion on what to expect from today's conference right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. I think Catholic Radio gives us an opportunity to be family as a church, number one, um, to connect in places where distance is huge in our part of the country. And um, we are inundated with uh, the influence of secular media in our world today. Um, I think that Catholic Radio presents that worldview that is really necessary. And um, I really uh, feel that as parents in particular, those of you who have younger children, are really uh, blessed to have this opportunity to have programming that encourages young people to think outside the box that they're getting on all the other social media that they're exposed to. I think Catholic Catholic media is a world of friends. It's um, not only just a friend uh, as you listen to the people that you know. We need to be strengthened in our voice as a church and as uh, faithful Catholics. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. In addition to eye exams for children and adults, LumenVision provides custom contact lens services for patients with keratoconus, 
severe dry eyes, and hard-to-fit prescriptions. These specialty contact lenses can be made for single vision, astigmatism, and multifocal prescriptions. For more information about Lumen Vision's contact lens services, our website is www.lumen.vision. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back and good morning to this special broadcast of Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting today from the Faith and Business Conference here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we are just chatting with some gentlemen who, well, one gentleman we've added. (laughs) We've multiplied. Multiplied, yes. (laughs) We're speaking with Joe Rutten, and we've added Brian Cooper. Yeah. So, Brian, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on with us. Yeah, Yeah, this is great. Cooper's just walking around the facility, and we're like, hey, Cooper. (laughs) Put a headset on. uh, You're now the, uh, what, in a... Two million listening audience or something. Oh, yeah. you know? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, tell us a little bit about who you are. Uh, yeah, Brian Cooper. I've been part of the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity since 2015. Uh, that's kind of what Joe and I were just talking about, is we started the Faith and Business Conference as part of the Diocese 125th celebration yep, in 2015. Right. Oh, wow. And we started it uh, right here at the convention center. And so um, I forgot about that. It doesn't feel like it's been that long ago, but you think back and all the speakers we've had, all the people that have come. um, Yeah, it's it's. It's a great event, and it's been fun to be a part of. So, Heather, you'll love this. You know me a little bit, right? Lynn, you're going to get to know me. To the audience and listeners, uh, sometimes I aim and then shoot. Maybe is a fair way to say it, okay. uh, but I'm I'm in the I'm leading the parade. I'm not two blocks out in front of it though, but I, I know, know I that, have this <laughs> I have this vision right. I'm like we're doing this men's work, but it's like this thing can be scaled. Should it be scaled to men, Catholics, you know? And we kind of settle on the faith and business for everybody. Mm-hmm. But the diocese helped us the first year, but then the second year, it's like how do you actually put one of these things on? <laughs> and then I knew I was like, oh, Cooper. Cooper was in the, the the TV world. Cooper was a reporter and anchor and kind of probably did all, everything. Yeah. Uh, news people are like a jack of all trades. They can basically do anything. Yeah. And I'm like, Cooper, what do you think? You know? and, he, and he was excited at first. <laughs> he doesn't look as excited today. Oh, <laughs> uh, but Heather, I'm, you know, to, to get to a more serious note, it really is the, the Lord's given us a purpose and he gave us gifts and we can't do things on our own. There's mm-hmm. nobody gets to the top of the mountain by themselves. I didn't start this thing. Mm-hmm. I had one gift that contributed and other people had other gifts that contributed, but it really was a two headed monster. I mean, uh, if we're honest, Brian, I'd say you and I at the, at the first few years, really for the first, probably two or three years it was. And then after that, we started adding people to the board of directors for the Catholic men's business fraternity that could really help us in other areas. Um, Joe and I are good relationship people. I can handle some of the, you know, conference materials and setup and that kind of thing. But we realized if we were going to scale it, we also needed, you know, people from the community to to buy in. And that meant sponsorships and that meant helping us with speakers and doing that kind of thing. And so the team that Joe has put together uh, on the board of directors has a wide range of skills. And I think that's the most important thing when you're doing Mm. something like this is you have to have others that come alongside you and bring gifts and abilities that you don't have and realizing where you need them. Mm -hmm. And so we've added some great team members, Joe has, and it's, you know, like we said, we started this in 2015, 
and now it's 2023 and uh, the speaker we've got today is probably one of the best out there it's Matthew Kelly so it's just a testament to the people that God puts in your life and puts in front of you to help you go down that path yeah so talk a little bit Brian over these years um, how has the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity and Faith and Business Conference changed who you are um that's a really great question. Um, it, we all are a little selfish, and I think everybody in our group would tell you that. So our board of directors meets every two weeks, and we meet at the Cathedral of St. Joseph here in Sioux Falls, the uh, mother church of our diocese. And we do what we call Lexio Divina, but we do it around a document that was created by one of our former speakers, uh, Dr. Michael Notton out of St. Thomas University in St. Paul. And it's the vocation of the business leader. And so it really helps us as men integrate our faith into our business because when you talk to most men, you say, well, what do you do? And the first thing we're going to tell you about yeah. is what our work is. Right. We're not going to yep. say, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm this. It's like, oh, this is what I do for a living. And we wrap a lot of ourselves into that. Sure. And so our group will tell you, if, if we didn't do anything else, if we kept doing that, that, that's the most important thing for us. We start with mass and then we do Lexio Divina together. And then we get to the business of the fraternity. And so that has really helped me be a, like we say, a better husband, father, and business leader, and in that order, mm-hmm. because that's that's how it should be ordered. Not, hey, who are you? Well, I I, I do this for work. Right. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. <laughs> um, and so that's been great. And then the Faith and Business Conference has been our. We have other events throughout the year that are for Catholic men. Well, this event is our opportunity to share this with the community. Whether you're Catholic, Christian, whether you're not, you can still come to this event. And, and that's really, really important to us. And that's why Joe came up with this idea of how do we take this to people at a community level and not just a Catholic right. level. Mm-hmm. Well, and from the, the Faith and Business Conference, the women's group was actually born out of the Faith and Business Conference. And so without that, the women's group probably right. wouldn't exist today. And who knows what else. Right. So let's dive in uh, before we run out of time a little bit about who the speakers are today because it's a sold-out event today. Yeah, so... <laughs> and so, <laughs> and, th- and this is where Brian like just kind of swipes his brows like, Oof, thank, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in, in charge of production and, and seating and everything. Uh, so it is a sold-out event. We've got uh, over 450 people registered. We actually capped it at 420. So if Jesus can multiply loaves and mm-hmm. fish, we, you know, maybe he can add Drag some chairs. Some chairs <laughs> right. Bring your uh, lawn chair. That's what happens when uh, you get the quality of speaker that we have in Matthew Kelly. And I always say that um, Catholics in the Midwest are good at kiosk Catholicism. We're good at like that that meat and potatoes Catholicism that you get at the front of the churches where you go in and you have the Lighthouse Catholic Media kiosk. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's some CDs and some books. And uh, that's our bread and butter. And like the bread and butter behind all that is Matthew Kelly. Like he's, that's, that's what he does is just yeah. get this. He just like floods the market with these, with these tools and, and messages, these books about Christ and faith. But they're done in a way where anybody could read them, totally. right? Yeah. Husbands, fathers, yeah. Catholics, non-Catholics. And so we thought, boy, he's really kind of the, the pinnacle. If we can get to him, but they're well, not free. Right. And part of, <laughs> and the part of the great thing yeah. about Matthew and what, why he appealed to us as a group is for people who are business people, they think he's a business guy. Mm. And people who are Catholic, they oh. think he's a Catholic guy. Yeah. 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 And so he has a cross appeal that a lot of 
faith-based speakers kind of don't have. And so yep. we thought that was really, really important uh, for our group to bring somebody like that to to get more 100%. people in. So Brian's uh, um, uh, what, uh, business development, McGuire Iron business development. So if Brian wanted to do some, like, some sort of... Uh, leadership culture formation business work development with his employees or with contractors or something matthew kelly is who he would hire he'd bring matthew kelly in underneath floyd consulting yeah so so matthew kelly has a whole private consulting and leadership development business that people on the faith side don't know no, about yeah, i right? have no it. idea right yeah so the dream catcher <laughs> is like his his favorite secular book so that's huh. like a whole kind of sphere huh. out there that i was introduced to through you know, non-faith experiences. Well, then on the faith side, everybody in the Catholic world at least yeah. knows that him as the church guy, right? The yeah. book guy, the, yeah. free, the, the giveaway free at, Christmas. at Christmas. Hey, right? Christmas yeah. St. Lambert, handing out the books yeah. like we yeah. know all about it. And so, you know, the executive team and in, in, in the conference committee just said, you know, that's, let's, that's the thing, right? Bringing those two worlds together. So I literally have business leaders in the community saying, hey, can I get another ticket? My mom wants to come. Yeah. Now, at first, I'm like, mm. your mom? Like, and then I thought, no, this is it, right? Bringing everybody yeah. in she, the community she's together. She's read the books that were given she's out. She's read the books. So she's on the faith side. Yes. Well, what an amazing experience. Somebody in, out of 450 people, some mother is going to sit at a table with her son who's mm. in his 30s. Yeah. And, and they're going to experience this faith and work conversation together. Interesting. What a magical yeah. moment. Would you have denied Monica a ticket? <laughs> oh, no. I told him. I texted him. I said, she doesn't even need a ticket. Just tell her to walk in and act like she owns the place. Because I can't say no to your mom. <laughs> my mom would be knuckling oh, me from heaven. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Brian Hansen. Yeah, Brian Hansen's a local uh, uh, FCA director. Fellowship of uh, Christian uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, mm. and he runs a lot of different things. But he's most probably known for flag football in Sioux Falls, Sioux Empire area. Played in the uh, NFL. Played in the NFL. Oh. He's a punter for the Minnesota Vikings. Went to Augie. Uh, went to Augie. So he's really a local community faith based leader, and so he'll come in and share a half hour message uh, uh, for us. Because one of the important things that we talk about too is bringing in that national presence. But then how do we localize it? Yes. And how do we get somebody from our community to say? This is what this concept of faith and business looks like locally. Right. And then the panel discussion helps kind of hammer that home because it's like, this is what it really looks like in our community. Yeah. And how do we make that better? This isn't yep. a 10,000 foot view. This is right. reality. Yep. yep. So we have a lot of listeners across um, the area, five states, where we cover people are listening right now, maybe interested in what you guys have started here in Sioux Falls. How would they begin something like this in their local area? Well, when we first thought about this idea, it was somebody in Grand Rapids, Michigan, our first keynote, Father Sirico, that kind of inspired it. And I said, would you bring your work to South Dakota? And he said, no. no. <laughs> like, he's yeah. like, I don't know your people. I don't know what they need. He said, you go find out what they need, start something, and I'll come and help. I'll support you. So he was our opening keynote for the Faith and Business Conference. And I'd give that same advice. What does your community need? Right. And, and bring, bring together a group of people with different gifts. I think that Brian mentioned that earlier. That's really the, the, the important thing I think we did was we are all very unique in our gift set. That, that started it. So bring people together, talk, pray. We did it, We did a year's prayer yeah. and gathering before we kicked anything off. Yeah. And think about what's the Lord calling us to, and then just be bold, right? Think big, be bold, but 
be, have people that are actually business people that understand how to scale, how to, how to build organizations, facilitate strategic plans. You, you can't just be a visionary and just go out sure. and be successful. You really do need s- successful business people that can help strategically lead forward and apostolate. If you're interested in more information in the fraternity, go to CMBF sf.org or you can go to faithinbusinessconference.com both of those places will get you to our website where you can find out if you're looking to do something like this more information what it looks like for us and you know reach out because joe would be more than happy to talk to you about what that has looked like and maybe what it could look like in your community based on the gifts and talents that you have yep and we've been all over the midwest to lincoln to omaha to fargo just sharing about what our ministries are and then letting them go pray and think and act about what they can do in their community Very good. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking with Joe Rutten and Brian Cooper. Uh, They are, I don't know, leaders of the Faith and Business Conference. The dynamic duo. The dynamic (laughs) duo. We should have a theme song. (laughs) But, but, yeah, Heather, as you finish up, really a shout-out to Brian, though. Uh, The -the behind-the-scenes work that has made this possible, we would not be sitting here today without Brian. So it's not by accident that he walked into the conversation. Beautiful. Well, more from the Faith and Business Conference here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, right after this quick break. Great. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Let us run to Mary and as her little children cast ourselves in their arms with a perfect confidence. St. Francis de Sales. Join together with families across the local area for the Rosary, nightly here on Real Presence Radio. On Wednesday through Monday nights, tune in at 8 p.m. Central and on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central. Gather the whole family together and pray this powerful prayer with us. Join us for the Rosary, Wednesday through Monday at 8 p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the RPR Network. Are all sins forgivable, even suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. For centuries, healthcare has been central to the healing ministry of the church. Today's technologies offer exciting possibilities, but also serious moral questions. More than ever, we need healthcare leaders who serve with integrity and conviction. The University of Mary answers the call to prepare leaders anchored in moral courage in a breathtaking range of programs from bioethics to nursing. Visit catholicprofessional.life. 